This is a Tech Briefs Media Group podcast. Welcome to another Who's Who at NASA podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Gary Lyles, Chief Engineer for the Space Launch System Program Office at NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville, Alabama. Gary, thanks for being with us. Gary, to sort of set the stage, can you first uh, tell our audience what the Space Launch System is? Well, it's the um, it's the heavy launch system that is designed to uh, take uh, humans and cargo uh, outside of low Earth orbit, beyond low Earth orbit. So, uh, it is the um, the next big capability with the. Um, a multi-purpose crew vehicle to that that gives us uh, human capability beyond low low Earth orbit. So what will uh, it... the space launch system is um, is being designed as an evolvable capability. It um, it's starting out uh, with a um, with capability of um, seventy uh, metric tons to um, to low Earth orbit which is kind of a reference point for us. Of course, we're not going to low Earth orbit, but it's a, it's a drop-off point um, that allows us to um, design against a certain set of requirements. And then we have a uh, evolved capability to uh, greater than 100 tons um, and then uh, uh, greater than 130 tons for the future um, long-term missions and uh, missions that require uh, capability that we've really never had before, uh, which is the capability to send humans to Mars. Right. So what kinds of uh, missions will will this space launch system enable? What kinds of missions do you envision? Well, we're, we're very uh, flexible. So um, we can, uh, we can uh, take care of missions uh, like the missions that we've announced recently to um, rendezvous with a with an asteroid uh, we can do uh, any cis lunar space we can um, in, in the evolved cases we could actually go rendezvous with a with an asteroid in its uh, in its own orbit um, we could we could do robotic missions uh, with this spacecraft with this launch vehicle that would allow uh, science missions to um, uh, make a much faster trip to the outer planets um, we can eventually, like I said, um, uh, take humans to, to Mars. And so what else can this potentially carry to deep space? Well, right now we're designing, uh, Block 1 is, uh, is being designed to carry the, uh, the MPCV, the Multipurpose Crew Vehicle, Orion, uh, and its crew. Um, we have uh, we have capability uh, being uh, designed for future cap- uh, future missions, which um, would include um, just carrying uh, cargo or, or robotic spacecraft. Um, but but uh, remember that SLS is being designed as a capability. It's it's a it's a national capability that uh, could carry anything that uh, can't fit on current um, current launch capability that we that we have in this country um, so so anything that uh, that is outside the capability of current systems or um, or 
or systems that want to um, uh, additional capability for planetary missions, solar system missions, uh, we will be able to do that in the future. Now, is this the best system yet, technologically? Um, I, I, would, I would say yes, and, and the reason I say that is um, because we have uh, been evolving um, our capability in launch systems for uh, quite, a, quite a while now. We, we, uh, we have evolved from, uh, from the Saturn kind of systems through the shuttle program, and, and um, shuttle uh, actually gave us a lot of technological advancements. Um, what, what we've done is take those technological advancements as a first capability for SLS, um, and integrated that into a vehicle that, um, that is much more capable than shuttle was to go beyond low Earth orbit. Um, and then we, are, we have the capability with this vehicle to, um, to employ uh, future technologies for things like advanced boosters and advanced upper stages. Um, that will that we can integrate with this vehicle, and and it will continue to evolve as as the um, as the technology evolves. What are the challenges of building a 321 foot, uh, five and a half million pound rocket? Well, its size is one of the challenges. Um, okay, so it, it is um, it's long, um, and and. Um, the biggest challenge that we've had is to um, is to integrate uh, heritage systems or legacy uh, hardware into a integrated vehicle that that works together. Um, and and size is one of those challenges. Um, if if you remember, we uh, we we went through. Uh, quite a quite a concept analysis phase with this vehicle, um, and it was determined um, based on a lot of analysis that the uh, uh, the most effective way for us to uh, uh, reach a capability for beyond low Earth orbit was to uh, utilize uh, a lot of the capability that was developed um, in shuttle and capability that was being developed as part of the Constellation and Aries program. So um, uh, we were, uh, at, from, from a cost-effective and from a, a schedule-effective design, uh, we determined that we could afford to uh, develop uh, one uh, major subsystem of a rocket of this size. Um, and we chose that subsystem to be the core stage. And so our co core stage is a, um, is a new design. Uh, but we were able to um, utilize existing um, uh, rocket engines uh, from the shuttle program, the RS-25s or the Space Shuttle main engines, um, we had uh, 16 of those engines available to us to utilize for this launch vehicle, which means that we didn't have to start from scratch and develop a, a rocket engine, which is um, usually usually the most difficult part of a, of a rocket's development. 
We also uh, had the uh, Space Shuttle Boosters, uh, which had been um, in an evolution process as part of the uh, ARIES uh, project and part of Constellation to, um, to uh, evolve that, that booster to a five-segment booster. And so we were able to utilize that design, which has now had uh, three full-scale development tests, uh, and we're headed very rapidly uh, towards its first qualification test. And so, um, and then when we looked for an upper stage to do the in-space part of the mission, um, we found that, that we could do a significant number of missions uh, in cis-lunar space uh, with the uh, current uh, Delta IV upper stage, which we are calling the, the um, interim cryogenic uh, propulsion stage, or ICPS. And so we, we were able to take existing uh, systems, the boosters, the engines, and the, the ICPS, and integrate that with a new core stage, which is the backbone of the, of the rocket. Um, and, and it allowed, allowed us to move forward very rapidly towards a 2017 launch um, at, at what we believe is, uh, is the a minimum cost for a rocket of this size. Right, so that, uh, that, that being the case, uh, it, it brings us to the integration job of integrating all of that hardware that was designed for a different purpose and a different um, system into a system that will operate together. Uh, this vehicle uh, doesn't fly exactly like uh, Delta, and so the, it's, the loads on the ICPS are different. Um, this uh, vehicle doesn't fly like Ares uh, was going to fly, and so the loads on the boosters are a little different. Uh, and the environments for the space shuttle main engines, or the RS-25s, are different on this vehicle because we have re relocated them under the, under the core stage, and so the environments there are are different. And so we've had to go through a, a very iterative process uh, in integrating this vehicle so that it works together to make sure that we don't have to go back and redesign hardware that um, that is already designed, basically. That would be a very expensive thing to do.